Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Dead and Married. I'm Travis. And I'm Ashley. And <laughs> I got lost. I started to say like, have we got a treat for you or something to that effect? But it's not. We've got Leprechaun 4. Yeah, let's not put lipstick on a pig here. <laughs> There's not enough makeup in the world. No. Not for this pig. I'm, so. I, I've got to admit, I'm like so disappointed about this one. I wasn't terribly familiar with this entry because I haven't seen it that many times. But going back and revisiting it for this, I got to say, I was really, really let down. Yeah, I mean, you know that once they take the movie monster to space, that nothing good really is going to happen. I have to disagree with that. I know you do. <laughs> but like Jason X is not exactly the high point of the series. No, but it was Hellraiser Bloodline fun. is not exactly the high point of the series. Mm, that's debatable. I mean, not the high point, obviously, but I still find that one enjoyable. Right, but it's not number one. No. It's probably not number two. No. It's probably not number three. <laughs> it's number four. It's exactly where it's supposed to be. Okay. So it's just typically when they're like, all right, we got to go to space now. It's well, because they're out of ideas. That's the thing. Like, even if you have a horror movie set in space, doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It's just, I mean, we have a couple of entries in this genre that have forced people to say, oh, well, if they're going to space, that's where everybody goes to die. But I, I don't think so. I mean, there have been obviously successful movies that take place in space. Mostly the one that comes to mind is the one that this one is trying to rip off. Yeah, but that one's started in space. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying, the, the, the common thread really, is that if it starts as a terrestrial movie, right? <laughs> if it starts out down here and they run a few entries and then they got to go to space, something's wrong. Well, that's my argument for Critters 4 because I heard somebody bring that up in conversation. And yeah, but like, they came from space. Yeah, that's exactly my point. They came from space, so I don't feel like it was necessarily changing anything that they No, that's kind of like E.T. Go Home. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, no, that one doesn't qualify. But you were right. In this one, they did have some good ideas. In this movie? It's just that all of those ideas already belong to someone else. I don't, I don't recall saying that they had any good ideas for yeah, this movie. Yeah, you did just a minute ago. But it, yeah, all the ideas, all the stuff, they just blatantly ripped off other popular movies that were all better than this one. I just want to point out that I never used those words. Okay, backing off now. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> Throw me under the bus. I yes. never said that. <laughs> and I'll drive that bus and honk the horn. <laughs> I'm, I'm honestly surprised that some of the content in this movie, they didn't get sued. Uh, I don't know that it was that blatant, but you, well, okay, never mind. I'm thinking of the lightsaber and yeah, I'm really. Yeah. <laughs> like we all know George Lucas takes that shit seriously. So. Yeah. I believe I would have been pissed off too, though. I'm kind of surprised me. they didn't get in trouble. I mean, that's kind of a unique weapon. It's unique to the Star Wars <laughs> movies. Yeah. To that universe. So, I don't know. But to be more specific, they ripped off the two big ones was Star Wars and Aliens. Mm -hmm. um, what else did we see in there? God damn it. This movie sucks so much. And it's not very memorable at all that I can't really think of any. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking other movies that they knocked off. Those are the two big ones. I know that there's a particular character design that I felt like ripped off of something else, but yeah. I that could just be me. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Do we want to just do the spoiler warning and get this over with? <laughs> I guess so. Kind of like ripping off a Band-Aid? <laughs> I guess so. This is your obligatory spoiler warning. At Dead and Married, we talk about major plot points that might ruin films for the casual viewer. If you don't mind spoilers, join us now. 
All right. So this movie was actually directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, who had done part three. Yeah. And part three was, I wouldn't I mean, say it was a good movie, but it was a funny movie. It was it was highly entertaining for what it was. And you can kind of see in this one where they tried to do it, but none of the jokes really land in this movie for me. No. Uh, I don't know. It was just like everything in the kitchen sink with this movie. And they had a lot of ideas and I don't know. It just, it felt like nothing that they brought in went anywhere necessarily and i couldn't shake this feeling upon watching it that this is like porn but nobody's fucking like that's exactly what it felt like it felt like a bad porn movie yeah i guess i could see that <laughs> and there's only one pair of boobs in the whole thing i well i know but it's just like even even with just that one shot of boobs it was still like it felt exploitative i guess in a way because every there were no normal people looking people in this movie you know what i mean like there were only what three female characters in this movie and they were all like these unbelievably attractive girls (laughs) like or at least according to the reviewers that other reviewers that we've seen watch um that was that was big plus was that we had all these boobylicious women in there and then all the guys you at some point either had shirts off or you know there was like big muscles or whatever i wouldn't go that far you know what I mean? Like they were fit, but there weren't any like Arnold Schwarzenegger types. Well, no, in this movie. that's that's not what I mean. I just mean that anybody that had a relatively decent body, they were like trying to look, see, look, right. look. <laughs> so yeah. I don't know. It just it just felt in the line reading and the script that the, yeah, I'm sorry, I got porn vibes off of this thing. <laughs> yeah. So I guess the the beginning of the end was sort of the beginning of the movie because you open with uh, this woman in a cave, right? The the princess, Princess Zarina. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. You said woman in a cave, and my mind automatically went back to part two with <laughs> that girl in that like underground. Yeah, we're not talking about that one. <laughs> that, that movie's not that bad. This is part four. <laughs> But that anyway, and she's kind bad. of wandering around lost, and the set looks like it was made out of, like, they sprayed touching foam on the wall and then just kind of shaped it after it was dry. Yeah. I don't know. Or, the I, effects the in this I, movie, the set dressing in this movie is not good. I thought it looked like blankets. Like, they had put, bl- like, soaked blankets and stuff, and then, like, like plaster of Paris, maybe, and then, like, stuck it to the walls because yeah, it kind of had this weird billowy look. But or were, like it was melting. Yeah. It's very... I don't know. It was an odd choice. And, of course, she's wearing, what, a bikini top and a skirt with a metal armband on one side? And she looks suspiciously like she's wearing a pseudo-Princess Leia outfit. Yeah. Yeah, blatant ripoff. <laughs> Except she's not Princess Leia. Not so, at all. So, um, let's, let's, let's go on our formula here, our new formula. Was there anything you liked in this movie? Not really. Like, you can't think of anything? That's a positive. No, I've got no, I've got no <laughs> positives for this movie. So uh-huh. there's, there's a lot of things that I think were supposed to be funny, right? Like I think that to an extent, the princess was supposed to be sort of a comedic element because mm-hmm. she was so just like, I'm all about money and being rich and I'm going to be the queen and my daddy's the king. Oh, you could kill him, but I don't want to be your queen. And he's like, but look, I, the, the leprechaun is like, but look, I can make money like out of nothing. And he, turn their shit on the table into gold and jewels which were clearly like plastic <laughs> fake i feel like gems for little girls yeah, to I was play gonna say, with I, or something i feel like i've seen isabel bring home one of those uh party or what do you call those a yeah, party paper like bag party favors yeah and it had like those little plastic gemstones in it and stuff yeah yeah that's what it looked like for sure yeah 
It was just, it was so bad. I felt like that was supposed to be funny. The drill sergeant was clearly supposed to, with the metal plate in his head, was like a ripoff of Arlie Ermey from Full Metal Jacket, sort of. <sighs> and he seemed to take his performance really seriously, but it was really bad. It really was. Because he like just screamed through the whole movie and said nonsense shit. Uh-huh. He just, his character didn't make sense at all. And then you find out at the end that he's a, like a cyborg or something after he dresses in drag and karate fights the scientist lady. <laughs> yeah, you heard me say it, everybody. He He's dressed in drag and the scientist knows karate. So they like have a <laughs> showdown of sorts. But it's just ridiculous. I think one of the things that bothered me the most, I think the sets really got to me. We're supposed to be was, talking pros here. I didn't have any, so I moved on. All right, I'll <laughs> well, stop. Wasn't I we'll supposed come, to we'll go to We'll come back pros? to it. Okay. <laughs> Tell us about the many things you loved about this movie. I can only think of one. What is it? That's just always got to be Warwick Davis because no matter how shitty the movie, I feel like he doesn't change as an actor and he still plays this part as looking like he's having a ball with it. Like even if the movie's shitty, I feel like he still enjoys himself playing him no matter how ridiculous they get. I guess. I don't think I've ever seen one of these where he just looks exhausted or over it or anything. So that is one thing I will give it is that as long as he is in the film, I feel like he is consistent. So I would agree with you on that point, except that it feels like he wasn't in this movie very much. Like they spend a lot of time focusing on the soldiers and the love story, <laughs> if you want to call it that, between the lady scientist and discount Sylvester Stallone. Oh shit, he wasn't even discount. Like he's not even <laughs> the great value version of Sylvester Stallone. I don't know what that guy is. But anyway, he just, it didn't seem like he was in it very much. Yeah. And like, there's a lot of this melodrama and then he pops up, gives a one-liner and then goes away. And if, if I was like to think of anything else positive, it would be like, once you find out uh, Miguel A. Nunez is in this movie, you're like, oh, cool. It's the enchilada guy. But then I don't know. He's usually known for being funny or, or having lines that stand out in movies, but but in this one, even that stuff kind of fell flat. Yeah. I mean, it, it is good to see him in anything, but yeah, I yeah, just, I prefer him that, in other stuff. It's not that he delivered the lines poorly. They just weren't funny lines. Yeah. Like, I think if they'd let him just improv them, it would have been better. I don't know. Like, if that's how the script was written, they just weren't funny. Mm -hmm. And that's odd coming from a guy who normally can be funny. So, yeah. Yeah. It just, <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> I was letting you talk. <laughs> No, I mean, is Warwick Davis the only positive you got? Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had. Okay. Well, what didn't you like? Where to begin? See, I tried to do that and you stopped me. <laughs> because we're supposed to take turns. It's how this works. Okay. So what did you not like? Oh, gosh. Like, I, I guess the thing that's the most obvious, as you've already pointed out, are the sets. But we also get, like, I think in the very beginning, we get a shot of, what, our spaceship, our spacecraft or whatever. And it looks like it's it was made on Windows Elements. <laughs> It's I don't awful. know what that is. My first thought was, I'm pretty sure that Star Fox 64 on the Nintendo 64 <laughs> looked better. It's just, it's, it's just awful. It's the, so bad. That whole thing is terrible. Um, it feels like some of this movie just feels like such a fucking fever dream that you're like, am I really seeing what I'm seeing right now? Like some of the kills feel very um, surreal, I guess. That. I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, am I really fucking watching this right now? Like you've already brought up, you take the scene where our, our captain or whatever you call him, our big leader, he, for some reason, like you said, 
ends up in drag at one point singing and then having an argument with himself between regular him and drag him and it's totally fucking bizarre and i don't understand this decision and then he gets like karate kicked in the head and he's a (laughs) cyborg and not to mention his look itself um this the practical makeup effects or whatever those weren't practical effects (laughs) that was silly putty over a flattened out foil plate, like a disposable pie plate that they had cut and mashed onto his head. Yeah, all the flesh that's around this wound, I guess you'd call it, it really does look like they just took a bunch of silly putty and just kind of mashed it against his head and then put flesh colored makeup over it. Yeah, it's like we got to cover up the seam <laughs> so it'll be believable. I mean, it's not even just that. You've got people with um, parts to them that are flopping around and, you know, it's like very obvious that they're wearing rubber suits. And depending upon the film, that can be something that's endearing. I mean, we talked about that with like Evil Dead, where it's like, you know that you can see the stuff. You can see the zippers on the back of the suits. You can see the wires carrying deadites in the air. But at the same time, it's, I don't know, it doesn't take away from it. It, it, it almost almost enhances it in a way but in a case like this in leprechaun 4 it's awful it's it's not even charming it's just awful so what i've decided is that because i know we we touched on this uh during the last pillow talk because uh, jp had asked you know old movies or new movies and we kind of talked about that you know where they were trying really hard with nothing mm-hmm. in the old movies and sometimes you can see a wire or you can see a boom mic hanging down in the corner of the screen or which something. you can in this film too yeah <laughs> But in 96, I think this was for this one. 97. 97? Mm -hmm. They should have been able to fix that. I don't know. I mean, it it sounds like their budget was, well, it was still over a million dollars. It was still over a million (laughs) dollars. And we've seen people in movies do way less. I mean, do a lot more with way less. I would say to you that Halloween 1 was done on how much money? Oh, gosh. And how many boom mics are hanging out in a frame in that one? Not one. Facts. Yeah. You've got a point. So, just saying. (laughs) I know they didn't get heavy on the special effects in that, but when it comes to just keeping the the production shit out of the frame, it doesn't take a million dollars to do that. And I'm guessing probably most of that budget went to the space footage and that Dr. Mitten hands. I'm just going to call him Kitten Mittens, uh, spider suits. Dr. Nazi Dalek. Yeah, that's what I was going to say was, I feel like they took this design of him like, you know, he's got half of his torso, his head down to his like chest that's supposed to be flesh and blood or whatever. But then the bottom half, it really does look like a Dalek's body. Yeah. And for those of you who aren't entirely <laughs> nerdy like myself, a Dalek was this um villain in doctor who it's like this little kind of tin canny robot thing it's gonna be really hard to describe it is it's I really would just hard say to go describe watch it. doctor who yeah <laughs> or google it yeah google a what a dalek is d-a-d-a-l-e-k yeah because it's really hard to put it in words it, it really is go look that up pull up a scene of doctor a, a still of dr mitten hands don't watch the movie just pull up a still <laughs> so you can see it and then you'll know what we mean yeah but yeah the actor who played him was doing like a character caricature of a nazi mad scientist or something yeah because the first thing i thought was about such an odd performance and something very dr evil about it yeah <laughs> see episode two 
but I automatically got vibes that we're Nazi doctor from Dead Alive, sort of. Yes. Like any minute I was waiting for him to just like slurp up spit and ask, what do you want? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) But yeah, and then yeah, you're right. There's also like this Dr. Evil thing happening. So I don't, I don't know what the, what the influence was here. And his makeup was terrible. Like you could tell that he had his left arm behind his back the whole time. Because he was only supposed to have his right arm. And it was kind of the same thing. It's like, we're going to set you in this thing. And then we're going to cover up the seams of Silly Putty and put some paint on it. Yeah, because if you look, same thing as the plate in that guy's head. If you look like from the chest to the metal part, there's like these weird creases and folds that you're like, did they just like try their best and go, ah, fuck it, good enough. And then keep going. I think they really did. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. But So what else didn't you like about it? Oh, I've already been in the hot seat. You name some more stuff and I'll think of some more stuff. Okay, I'm just trying to start from the beginning of the movie. So the first thing that I was like, what the fuck, was when the leprechaun, which is never called a leprechaun through the whole movie. They call him a alien they call him a demon Mm -hmm. he's never once referred to as a leprechaun in the whole movie has a lightsaber that comes out of his cane and from an (laughs) effect standpoint the lightsaber looked okay but then he attacks this soldier from behind and he had to hack the guy's legs off with a lightsaber you shouldn't have to hack a leg off with a lightsaber right i mean when luke got his hand cut off it was just kind of a whoop and done right so that whole thing where he's like chopping a tree down using a lightsaber that was just like no (laughs) and then you get to when when you see the soldiers it's like okay this is clearly an alien ripoff because you've got all these different characters that are supposed to be a team i guess but their personalities are all so far out there like you've got was his name mooch Mm -hmm. it's clearly supposed to be a bill paxton type of character yeah the only thing except he's not bill paxton at all the only thing i said when he came up was oh hey that's that douche from dexter that kissed rita Yeah, it was like yes, it was. It was like literally the only thing I recognized him from. I, I think there were there were multiple people on here that I was like, okay, that's this person, that's this person, that's this person. So I mean, I'm not going to say that it helped to the movie having recognizable faces in it, but eh. yeah. And then you've got I don't even know the guy's name. He's supposed to be the love interest, sort of. For the, <laughs> yeah, I don't. For the they weren't real big on telling doctor. names here. And I don't know. In IMDb, they drew sort of a, a connection between his looks and maybe a young Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. And apparently there'd been some talk about having him do like a half-assed impersonation of like Rocky yeah. through the movie. But they thought that might be going too far. I'm glad they decided not to because that would have just been too much. Yeah. But uh, even Miguel A. Nunez, mm-hmm. he just, I don't know. He could have been a bigger part of the movie, but they basically kind of stuck him in the background delivering one-liners here and there mm-hmm. that just weren't that funny. And he's better than that. He's so much better than that. Yeah. Um, Damon, we should have done Return the Living Dead instead. We should have, but we <laughs> promised them Leprechaun, so we're giving people Leprechaun. It's a funny story. I, for the record, nobody asked for this. Nobody asked for it. No, no, no. no. I didn't say that. <laughs> My friend Allison was like, really, Ashley? You're like, you're going to do February. You're going to do fucking Hellraiser. And you're going to do My Bloody Valentine. You're going to do The Fly. And then you're going to follow that with fucking Leprechaun? <laughs> well, that's a valid statement. <laughs> But honestly, we were trying to go for a theme, like where there's a holiday, and I just, I don't know, there's really not a lot of and movies centered for St. Patrick's Day, which Boondock this one Boondock Saints either. is not a horror movie. <laughs> I would have been up for doing those anyway. I'm just saying, but what else? I already kind of talked about the sets, but some of the stuff, like they're in the, there's like a club with a disco ball mm-hmm. on this ship, mm-hmm. and they're hanging out drinking out of plastic tumblers that they got from a dollar store. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Like I'm pretty sure I've seen those on sale at Walmart before. <laughs> I don't. Like I, I've heard 
people bitching about the sets that were on Jason X, that they looked very like sci-fi show or whatever. Those are still leagues above what was done in this one. The the part where they go, I think it's where they go into the trash disposal area or whatever. All the pipes are painted like primary colors, like Mm -hmm. red, yellow, and blue. You can tell that it's PVC pipe because they didn't paint the joints. (laughs) And in some places you can still see like the pink print that's on the side of PVC pipe when you Uh go buy it that tells like what size it is. (laughs) You can still see it. They didn't even bother cleaning it off. And what else? Uh, There's one scene where you can plainly see that they are holding two pipes together with duct tape. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that because you were like, look, it's duct tape. Fucking silver (laughs) duct tape. (laughs) Couldn't paint it or something. And they didn't even do a good job wrapping it. I don't know. And then when you get to the doctor, like that whole Dalek contraption (laughs) he is riding around in is nuts. But look at his right shoulder and he's got, looks like this braided stainless steel cable running over Uh his right shoulder. It's not a cable. That's a braided stainless steel water line that's used to connect the water supply on toilets and sinks. Yeah. Because they pan out a few times and you can see the fitting. (laughs) It's like they raided Ace Hardware. I mean, you can get fittings and shit for pretty cheap. So I would imagine that's why yes and if you're tom savini you can make it look good but he wasn't on this movie (laughs) i was gonna say there's no tom savini in this so they went and bought toilet parts and pvc pipe (laughs) and when they finished the movie they still look like fucking toilet parts and pvc pipe (laughs) so i don't know um uh, mitten spider i almost said brundlefly but that would have been a no yeah don't you do that to jeff goldblum yeah, so what they mixed the blood from the, the alien princess. She's got blue blood, which they collected in a fucking Ziploc bag. And just they covered like melted down Jolly Ranchers. They covered the zip top up with blue tape. Did you notice that? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So that you couldn't see that it was just a Zam Ziploc bag. And uh, and then did something. They to wrapped it. her in bubble wrap at one point too, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, she was wrapped in bubble wrap when they got her back to the ship. But at some point, they turn it into the blue milk from Star Wars. <laughs> and put a, a an emperor scorpion and a tarantula in it in a blender because you totally have both of those insects on a ship in space. Right. And the leprechaun injects it into Dr. Mittenhand's Mitten head. Kitten, kitten mittens. Yeah. He injects it into Dr. Evil's head and he turns into mitten spider scorpion guy. Yeah. I would that, say... That might be the best practical effect of the whole movie though. Sadly. But I would say that even... In Gremlins 2, when that one gremlin got the spider DNA, that was still more believable than this guy. Okay, so I'm not, I wasn't, I was saying it might be the best one in this movie. I wasn't comparing it to anything else. It's oh, no, no, no. Good. I'm just, yeah, I'm just saying that they are, you know, they've already had that idea in a film before where we're going to put this insect DNA in something and. It, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but the gremlin definitely did look better. I kept thinking about. Basically, any gremlin practical effect in any of those movies looks better than this one. I kept thinking about this line in. In, uh, the movie Slither, where <laughs> get the the Grant Grant monster that basically just this, I don't even know what to describe him as, but if you've seen Slither and you've seen his final form, you know what I'm talking about. But I've seen him, there's this old man police officer and he says, he looks like something that fell off my dick back in Nam. <laughs> That's what I was thinking the whole wow. entire time looking at the mitten spider. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was probably, I would, I would imagine that more money was probably spent on that practical effect. And so maybe that's why that one looks just a little better. But even then, that's not saying a whole lot. No, it's really not. But what else we got? Um, so the rest of the cast, 
Uh, Deb, Debbie Dunning? The was, chick from Home Improvement? She was one of the tool, yeah, one of the tool girls. Because yeah. who was it first, Pam Anderson? It might have been Pam Anderson first. And then her, or maybe switched that. Yeah. I don't remember. But she was Heidi, Yeah, they had the like a few girl. of them or, or something. Yeah. She was in this movie, and she was basically just there as set dressing, yeah, sort of. Yeah, just eye candy purely. Yeah. Uh, but she goes after Kowalski, and they're like gumming each other's faces there for a while. <laughs> After they get finished getting drunk out of their plastic dollar store cups. And I guess she's trying to give him a handy. And He raped my chin. I'm never seeing him again. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sex in the City reference. <laughs> yeah. But, like, she's going in for an old-fashioned and he's like, shake hands with the big guy. Oh, my God. I cannot tell you how that's much your, that made me cringe. That's your favorite line. I hated it so much. But that's how the... Because they blew the... The leprechaun <laughs> fell on a grenade, uh-huh. like platoon style. And uh, one of the... It was Kowalski goes up to pee on him when they're still in the cave. Uh-huh. And the leprechaun's essence comes out of it's the like, leprechaun's legs and travels like, and up and his dick. And he's just riding around in his bladder for a while. It's like... And I haven't done this personally, but I believe you did this to a cousin. But it's kind of like when you piss on an electric fence and you get zapped (laughs) that's the only thing i could think of yeah but he was in there for a while like he waited until the dude got a boner to come out so i don't know way that guy delivered lines he kind of deserved to have a leprechaun yeah i I was literally sitting there telling travis like i don't care if you have a 13 incher like don't ever refer to your dick as the big guy or the snake or whatever like fuck off Yeah. Having like, a leprechaun crawl out of his dick, that couldn't happen to the a better person. Yeah. Really. Like you like you guys are probably like, Oh, she's always ripping on women. What fucking genre is she watching? Oh, don't worry. I rip on guys just as much. Yeah. She does. <laughs> But he was a useless character from the beginning. And They're all useless characters. They really are. And uh, I wasn't rooting for one the person. The girl, she's supposed to be some tough Marine. <laughs> she sees it. There's no blood. Like, the leprechaun just crawled out the front of this guy's pants. There's no blood. Did you notice that? Yeah. Uh-huh. She just screams and run away. And uh, later she's talking to this, the sergeant or whatever. And she's convinced that, you know, it would have never happened if she hadn't given him a boner. I know. Like, I know. And the sergeant says, I think that's how he would have wanted it. <laughs> Which, I mean, facts, but still. If I go out, I hope I go out standing tall, too. God damn, dude. Who wrote this shit? I guess I could look it up. Uh, who really cares? It's just cares? for the movie of this quality, it didn't seem worth the effort. Like That would be 30 seconds going to IMDb to find out that I just don't want to waste on this. Yeah. But For facts that may know. not even be true anyway. Right. Well, I mean, just to find out who the writer was. Oh, yeah. It just wasn't worth the effort, but uh, what else you got? You got anything else we haven't covered yet? I do want to say, though, that there was one scene that did make me laugh. Like, uh, there there were things that were purposely put in there, obviously trying to be funny, and they really weren't. But I don't know if this was supposed to be funny intentionally or not. But one scene that always cracks me up is the princess. Apparently, it's a death sentence if she shows you her boobs. And I don't know why. I just find that funny. And I kind of feel like I want that to be my thing <laughs> no like no, i've had you're I've, alone had, there. <laughs> I've had three babies and i nursed all of them so gravity's not been kind so i just kind of feel like i want to go around being like like somebody cuts me off in the street i'm just gonna get out of the jeep and just fucking like there take a good fucking look <laughs> Maybe their faces will start to melt like <laughs> the Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think you're you're oversharing for one and, and taking this a bit far. 
that's what I do, baby. Like, that's kind of a long way to go. <laughs> but no, I just, I don't know why, but I find that scene really funny. I guess for no good reason. <laughs> no, because she's so serious about it when she does it. She's just like, she's look like, upon your doom. Now you're all going to die. <laughs> and of course, the guys are just like, Bleh. I know. I never got that. Like, <laughs> I was like, they're, they're titties, yo. Like, like, pick your job and keep going. Yeah. And of the, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a guy here. Of the three women in this movie, she was the least impressive of the three. Aw, that's not cool. I know it's not cool. I'm just <laughs> saying that, like, I'm surprised that. They picked her for that scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of discount Pam Anderson. Instead of the tool girl or <laughs> the professor. Yeah. Which the professor gets hers later because like she's scrambling through an air duct to get away and Mitten Spider reaches through and grabs her clothes and rips her pants off. Yeah. Like she's, she's still got her underwear on, but I saw that and I thought that's just, guess they just wanted her to be like Ripley and run around in her underwear for a while. I don't think any of the women in this movie were cast for their acting ability probably not <laughs> so then we get what is perhaps the most fucking bizarre climax to a horror movie i've ever seen and that this kind of like i attribute it to like the Times square scene in jason takes manhattan where you're gonna do this this big thing that's supposed to you know and it ultimately ends up at lasting 10 minutes so they do the same thing in this film and that's they've been hyping up this technology that's supposed to make things either shrink or go giant well i don't know if they hyped it up they showed it one time in the beginning and they they kind of telegraphed like that's coming back later right yeah so we get this big scene where the leprechaun ends up being made huge and it's the most god-awful looking effect i've ever seen it's so bad <laughs> because it looks like what they did to the room was like maybe they scaled down some of the stuff to make it look i don't i don't i don't well, know I how think, to ex explain I think that when they did the effect he was in front of a green screen uh-huh but then yeah i think they had smaller props in yes. there for him to like kick around and throw stuff around and it looked like he was throwing giant crates and stuff with one hand but, but yeah, they... the bigger he got the worse the resolution got on it <laughs> I, know. I don't I know, know. <laughs> How's that work? He like fucking went like clear, you know, the way every, everything else looks to all of a sudden being pixelated. <laughs> well, you've got like still the normal resolution, everything around him. <laughs> but then he looks like they cut him out of my parents' old console Zenith TV, you know, with the knob <laughs> on the front you used to change channels. Yeah. And like maybe the antenna wasn't adjusted really well on him. It was bad. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? So much, but I cannot think of any of it right so, now. <laughs> It's just, oh, fuck, fuck. Yeah. I, I cannot tell you how underwhelming this movie was. And the thing is, is it probably had potential. It just... Did it, though? Well, maybe. I mean, it's a <laughs> leprechaun movie. And I think the most disappointing thing about me, or disappointing thing about me, for me, about if it's going to be about me, you really need to cover that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a whole other episode. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it had the potential to be funny. Even if it wasn't a good movie. Part 3, not a good movie. Mm -hmm. But it's funny. It's And fun. it's entertaining. Yeah. It's a fun movie. And I can see where they tried to do this, you know, with the actors playing caricatures of themes that you'd know from somewhere else. Mm -hmm. like, I get it. But the writing just didn't make it funny. So I don't know if I would say it's the, the writing is at fault. Because, I mean, we've both seen bad acting that's funny. We watched The Room. <laughs> it's a horrible movie, but it's pretty damn funny because of how bad the acting is. I did not enjoy that movie. I did not. <laughs> 
Should have seen that one coming. <laughs> did I telegraph it? <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it. It just it wasn't funny. It did have one interesting kill in it though. It might be my favorite one. I'm pretty sure it's your favorite one. Pizza face? Yeah, because <laughs> pizza Well that's what they did. They hit him in the face <laughs> with a pizza pan. How did you know my middle scheme niddle bleh? How did you know my middle did school that not nickname? Look like some shit straight out of Drop Dead Fred, though. <laughs> it did. It looked like it looked like the scene where he got his where Drop Dead Fred got his face smushed in the refrigerator. Yes, and he came he came out and his head looked like fucking Stewie from Family Guys. Yep. <laughs> and he goes to wipe his brow and it's whoo. <laughs> yep. And it couldn't happen to a better person because it, it was Harold, the yeah. guy that was like was trying all, to molest the princess yeah, while was she was unconscious. Yeah, gross. So. There was a lot of gross behavior in this movie. Like, yeah. we were we were talking about that after it got done. It was like, well, it's very much of its time. Yeah, but I mean, when they finally do get it wrapped up, they space giant leprechaun out through an airlock. Like like they did the xenomorph. Swells up and explodes, but if you look really close at that explosion, it's the same explosion they used uh, earlier in the movie because you can still see the pipes Uh in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the thing is, is that... After the fact, you know, after they've saved the day and everything, then we see leprechaun parts flying around in space and uh, like even get a hand that gives you the finger. The problem with that is, is when he exploded, it looked like he was vaporized. Like he didn't blow up into chunks. He blew up into particles. So yeah. But when they cut to that scene, yeah, there's just like big pieces of him floating around. Yeah. Including uh, (laughs) a fully intact hand that's like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Oh, I I think my my biggest grievance with this movie is it's boring. Like it's a tough watch. Like for the me. rest of them, we were sitting there, and even even though some of them were bad, we were still sitting there laughing right. or riffing on it or something. There was something some fun to be had in it. The problem with this one is we were going through was we weren't laughing we weren't there was nothing i don't know there was just nothing that stood out to and ultimately we just sat there kind of waiting for it to be over i was not entertained no i was that, not for me at that's all. like the kiss of death on a movie mm-hmm. if you don't entertain me in some way i'm out yeah and the thing is i know that people have gotten together and they've done um riff tracks on the on this movie or gotten together and and gotten drunk so they could sit and laugh at it but the thing is i can't i can't even see being drunk and laughing at it it's it's literally not funny i don't i think or at least it's not to me good and drunk to watch this movie i would just end up falling asleep before it yeah was i think that's what would happen yeah so i don't know so let me tell you the best thing about this movie is that since none of the leprechauns except for well, no, none of the leprechauns follow a set storyline. Mm-hmm. That means that you can skip this one and you don't miss a damn thing. Nothing. Literally nothing. We, I think we talked about that when we were reviewing the first Leprechaun in yep. that the this whole franchise is basically a choose-your-own-adventure because not one of them had anything to do with the one that preceded it or came after it. Right. Except for the direct sequel that's the last in the yep. franchise. And that's the best thing about this movie is that if you decide, I don't want to watch it, you don't have to. Yeah. And you don't miss a damn thing. Because I'm, I'm a completionist when it comes to franchises and I feel like if I'm one. if I'm gonna marathon a series, <laughs> I have to watch all of them because it's like even I'm, I mean I always tell people if they ask what is your least favorite entry in the Friday the Thirteenth series, I always say Part Three every time I say Part Three. Um, that being said, it's still a movie that I have favorite parts in. I still quote it. I still know it like the back of my hand. So that's still saying something. 
something for that entry. Whereas this one, I would just take it out and not watch it yeah. ever again. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to watch one, two, three, five, six, maybe not even seven, and then eight. Yeah. Like, oh. So, I guess from here... I know we weren't going to do all of the Leprechaun movies, and we kind of already talked about the last two entries, but there's two of the older <laughs> movies that we had not planned on covering. Mm-hmm. So the one after this is Leprechaun in the Hood. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I gave that one a fair shake because I watched it immediately after I watched this one. Mm-hmm. It was funnier. I had did have, get a <laughs> chuckle a, a couple of times. Um, it's got iced tea in it. Mm-hmm. Um, although... Watching this one, I think he needs to stick to his other movie. What was it? Surviving the Game? Oh, I love that movie. Because that was a great movie. Uh-huh. But it wasn't bad. It had some weird elements like the leprechauns after a magic flute through the whole thing. Yeah. So, so are we, are we, are we shutting down part four and moving on to the rest of the franchise? Do, Is do that what just happened? you want to keep talking about part four? Because I'm out. <laughs> I got nothing left. I was just going to say, maybe we should tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> like we're... I did. I did. I was like, we, you know, we're not going to do them all. We can just kind of work through it. <laughs> yeah. So I will say on the final note of part four, this is not one I'm going to suggest you watch. I mean, if you, if you want to just add a morbid curiosity, if you've never seen it and you just want to see what the fuss is about, go ahead. But I'm not going to, in good conscience, say you should. So what what fuss is it that you're referring to? Because I have heard of no fuss. No, I'm just thing. saying if somebody's like, oh, well, if this person says that it's really fun or whatever, and this person says it's really bad or it's so bad that it's good, I want to check it out and see. I think I would say watch it and see if you like it or not. That, I'm that's not. It. Mm-mm. No, I mean, <laughs> because I didn't care for it and you didn't care for it, but that doesn't mean that somebody else won't. Yeah. I mean, we did see a couple of reviewers and one one of them seemed like they really liked it. Like the the jokes landed for them. They thought it was funny. What okay. movie were you watching? You're talking about me? No, that person. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it just, it, it didn't work for us, but it might work for somebody else. So I would say, yeah, watch it. Because yeah. the best part is, is that you don't ever have to watch it again if you hate it. Yeah. And since it's the only one that takes place in space, it's not like you'll get confused later on and go, man, have I seen that one? No, that'll never happen. You'll <laughs> see it's a Leprechaun in Space and you'll go, nope, not touching it. I would say give it a watch. I'm going to say skip it. It. It, it, worked. it works for some people. It did not work for us. I'm not going to say don't go watch it because that, you know, the person that listens to me and decides not to go watch it, they might really enjoy it. Yeah. So... Well, I'm not, you know, we're not claiming to be influencers here. I'm just saying in good conscience, I'm like, (laughs) if you're on the fence, maybe that's for a reason. Yeah, that could be. But anyway, back to Leprechaun in the Hood. So I felt like Leprechaun in the Hood did have some better ideas, I guess. But it feels almost kind of like the same tone. And by that, I mean, like I said, part four felt like a fever dream in some places. So does the first Leprechaun in the Hood. Like there's some transitional choices between scenes that don't make any sense. There are ideas that they started where, okay, like for instance, at the very beginning um, when Ice-T first shows up, he's at like this this big giant fro and he starts pulling out of it weapons to hurt the leprechaun with so you think that's going to be your tone right there well it looks like that looks like something you would see in scary movie yeah it it seems like a very scary movie thing to do that's my point and so you see that because this is at the very beginning of the movie and you think oh okay this is what we're doing and this is going to be like the kind of spoofy entry in the series and it didn't it takes on this other entirely different tone they get kind of serious they get serious in places like after one character's death 
death. I won't give anything away after one character's death. Our main character is like sitting there crying. And so there's parts where it absolutely wants to get very serious. And then there's other parts that are so fucking cringe. Like uh, the line lep in the hood come to do no good. The big rapping sequence at the end of the movie. Um, He had like uh, this group of chicks that were like, I don't know, his leprechaun groupies or something. You know what it felt like to me? You know, in part four, it was like they said, so we like aliens and we like Star Wars. So we're going to bring some of those elements in. In this one, it was almost like maybe they'd watched Boys in the Hood and a couple other movies like that and decided to go that route like, a little bit. Maybe they Not tried. Not at the very beginning, but like at the part where they get serious, but it was still a leprechaun movie. So yeah. they threw leprechaun shit in there and it just made it weird. Yeah. And they, they kind of did some of those elements in Back to the Hood also, I, I'll say, but we're not there yet. But um, but yeah, that was my problem was I felt like the tone was all over the place. The pacing was all over the place. That being said, still, still miles better than what Space was. Like there were scenes in it that made me legitimately laugh. I was more invested in the characters in this particular entry. It's still not a great movie. No. Um, <laughs> but there but were... It can, but it was an, a, a pretty entertaining bad movie. Yes, Yes, like they had this other side thing where, again, we have men dressing in drag. And so you have our the group of our protagonists put on dresses and makeup and stuff in order to become one of the leprechauns, quote, bitches. And it was another thing like, why are, why are, why are we doing this? <laughs> well, I think that was kind of a... <laughs> That was almost like a Dracula thing, you know? Like Dracula has the three Oh yeah, I know. I just around. mean why our our male characters in particular decided that this was the route they needed to take. No, well, maybe they watched part four <laughs> and they thought, That really worked. We should do that again. That'll be good. Yeah. It's just it was it was again, choices were made that I didn't quite understand. But if it had gone the route, like I said, where it started off with Ice-T doing his thing and it had kept that tone all the way across, then it might have been a really fucking funny movie. It would have been hilarious. Yeah. Because he can do comedy pretty well. Yeah. Because, and again, bringing up Back to the Hood, he has one scene in particular that's just fucking hysterical that, that makes me laugh every single time. And I feel like they could have taken elements from both In the Hood and Back to the Hood and put those together into one movie and gone with more of the story that's in Back to the Hood and it would have been a better film all around instead of this quest for the magic flute which I'm not gonna lie if a flute would like was really in existence that when I blew it like suddenly gave me Jedi mind powers I'd be okay with that yeah it was it was an interesting idea like and and like you're saying like if they had captured the tone at the beginning of the movie and it was going to be a scary movie type thing and just ran with that like weird shit happening pulling weapons out of your hair kind of thing Mm -hmm. it would have been hilarious if they had left that out completely and gone with the more serious elements and the leprechauns there it could have been a legit horror movie Mm -hmm. well i don't know the rap stuff was a little silly too and i I guess that was because are you talking about postmaster p yeah and the thing is is because he's delivering peace (laughs) that's what he said i actually really liked that character the actor he was good like i will say that like he had a good presence and so i said i was I was more invested in his character this time around because the dude was a he was a legitimately good actor. He wasn't cringe at any time, and there were uh, there were actors again that I recognized in this film. So yeah, a lot better. But 
I will say that Leprechaun in the Hood is middle of the road for me. It's better than in space, but it's still not great. It would be like... Even with iced tea. Yeah, if you're not talking about the newer ones that have come out recently, it's probably still like second from the bottom. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I would still say watch it. What would you say? Before we move on to I the would next say one. I would say this one, this one can get a watch. Yeah, you might enjoy this one. Yeah. So Leprechaun Back to the Hood. <laughs> that's what it's called, right? Yes. Back to the Hood. Yes. It's a little bit better. I know this one's your favorite, right? It's it's one of my favorites, yes. So, why is it one of your favorites? Um I felt like this one, it feels like they had a bigger budget just to start off with. And so another movie that I like that I feel like is kind of in the same vein as this one is Bones. And I could see that. I got some Bones vibes off of this one. Um, there were um, there were actors I knew better, like uh, our lead character in this film, uh, Tangy Miller. I knew her from the show Felicity. So I was like, I was automatically comforted. Like, I know this person. I spent four years on a show with this person person. So I felt like I was in good hands. And then also they have uh, a better opening sequence in this to start out with that they kind of, they gave the leprechaun more lore, more backstory. Because in the movies that preceded this one, you really got nothing on the leprechaun at all as far as a backstory really i mean you would always find out what his main objective was like to find a queen or just getting his gold or whatever but you never necessarily got any of their lore backstory albeit you know from a cd rom in a pawn shop yeah and the other thing that i would say about well i don't honestly remember in this one and in the hood but I know part four seemed to start a deal where they're not, he doesn't really have any weaknesses. Where, did he have weaknesses in this one and I just missed it? Um, It was back to the four-leaf clover in this one. Was it one. back to the four-leaf yes. clover? yeah. Yeah, good luck finding one of those where they were at. I was trying to think in space, he didn't... Yeah, nothing. Nothing. No four-leaf clovers, no silver bullets, no cast iron. He was basically invincible. Yeah, and then... Except for explosions. In the hood, I don't... I don't remember him having any weaknesses there. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And that's what I was asking. I'm really about scouring this one. my brain right now. I remember now. the four leaf clover thing. I remember them mentioning it. Now that you've said it, uh huh. But yeah, because in Back to the Hood, he ends up ultimately getting destroyed because we have these hollow tip bullets, and for some fucking reason, that's right. They have this uh, weed throughout that has clovers has clover in, it. in it. Yeah, so they take uh, the hollow points and pack them with this magic weed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't know what the gimmick was there. Like we got to fit clovers in somehow. So why don't we put them in the big giant? It was a, a literal trash bag full of marijuana. So like I don't know. That just felt weird. And it did feel a little shoehorned in. Like we just happen to have clovers in this weed. So right. No, well, just curious. Um, I, here's the deal. That was my third Leprechaun movie in a row, and I was seriously Leprechaun fatigued by the time we got there. Mm-hmm. It was funnier. Mm-hmm. Than the the previous two entries for sure. Uh, it was a little bit more entertaining. I felt like the acting was better. I felt like the uh-huh. writing was better. Personally, I would say if you you could almost you could definitely. I mean, I think you should still watch for. But if you chose to skip it, you're not going to miss anything. Let's be honest. If you didn't watch In the Hood, you probably you're not going to feel like you lost anything either. But this one would definitely be. You should watch this one. Well, I was just talking about a scene that I find hilarious, and they did do it in In the Hood where uh, Leprechaun smoked out with iced tea. It was okay, but they really amped it up for Back to the Hood because he took one of our main characters, Bong, (laughs) 
he took his bong and, and the guy was like, oh, it wasn't our main character. Okay. He, he ends up, it doesn't matter. He ends up smoking with one of the characters at a party and the guy like is so stoned that I think he thinks he's hallucinating this leprechaun. So he's just kind of going with it. Like, yeah, smoke up little buddy or whatever. And then uh, he ends up killing that guy. And then he goes inside the party. He stabbed him with the bong. He stabbed him with the bong. He ends up going into this party that they're having. And that's where one of the main characters is. is and, he's, and he's making a sandwich because he has the munchies, I guess. And the leprechaun is like in there continuing to, to smoke. And he's so fucking just gone and has the munchies also so <laughs> scene. just see the tiny hand grabbing a jar of pickles <laughs> and travis and i really laughed at that one because it, it hit a little close to home but that's a, another story for another day but um we um we see him like open up the fridge and he's kind of picking through there to see <laughs> what's available to eat and then they gets shut in there and he's sitting in there you can i mean the fridge is dark but you can still see his silhouette sitting inside the refrigerator and he's still smoking and he's just like laughing to himself that fucking scene is gold like yeah i love it so much and there's not there's not a lot that i can say has really stood out to me in this franchise apart from that and then there's another scene where these two groups of people are are fixing to get in a fight and uh, this police car shows up because the leprechaun killed a couple of cops earlier in the film. So the cop car shows up. They're like, oh shit, oh shit, the police. And instead, you see the leprechaun come out and he walks up to the, the leader of this gang and he's, I, I don't remember what is said. And he's trying to threaten him or whatever, but the guy gets a phone call <laughs> like halts the whole conversation and it's his girlfriend calling to bitch at him because he's not home and so after all the dust settles they fight with these guys or whatever and kill them the leprechaun picks up the phone because i guess the girl calls back or whatever and she's all he he's trying to talk himself up to her like he's trying to get get a date or whatever booty call and she asks him like are you are you hot or whatever and he's like i think i'm pretty (laughs) so he starts describing himself and then she asks him well how tall are you and then he's like i don't remember what he said i'm like three foot something or whatever (laughs) and then he's like but i make up for it now other areas and then all of a sudden he goes hello (laughs) so i i do enjoy that scene too so for me there was more fun to be had in this film so you'd give back to the hood i would recommend back to the hood yes a solid watch yes so what came after that Uh, is that origins i believe it's origins after that Uh uh-huh and that's the one that does not have warwick davis in it right that's That's the first wwe movie right Mm -hmm. so and that leprechaun doesn't even we already talked about that one Mm -hmm. right we already talked about the newer ones in a in a previous episode um doesn't look like a leprechaun looks more like an orc extra from lord of the rings yes and it wasn't very good yeah i mean i appreciate them trying to take the franchise back in a serious tone where we're afraid of the monster again it just ultimately at the end of the day was not as serious as it tried to be it wasn't scary it wasn't frightening at any point it wasn't even tense at any point i think for me you told me it was a leprechaun movie it's called leprechaun origins and then warwick davis wasn't in it Mm -hmm. like i spent the whole time waiting for him to pop up right where's me gold or where's (laughs) me shilling or something and it never happened and (laughs) i just thought of another scene it's my money and i want it now (laughs) just 
thought of this scene and back to the hood again where there's like they're having this big showdown at the top of a roof of a building and there's I guess underneath it there's like some concrete work being done so there's wet concrete and then she's like if you want your gold go get it and she starts chucking gold off the top of this roof into the into the concrete he's like my babies (laughs) I don't know why I thought that was so funny okay sorry you You just you you just jumped way back (laughs) just made me think of it because you were like my shilling so I thought, my babies yeah but to give that one sort of another go i think if you could watch that one and knowing on the front side that warwick davis is not in it mm-hmm. it's not trying to be funny mm-hmm. it's trying to be a serious monster movie if i had not been expecting all of those other things when i watched it i might have not disliked it so much mm-hmm. i still wouldn't go out there and say it's a great movie but i think my expectations were in a certain place right and and we knew that brendan fletcher was in it the, uh one of the actors from Freddy versus Jason so we were like okay I really like this guy so we yeah we were going to give it a fair chance but ultimately I don't know I I guess I feel like it might have had some of the same vibes from the original just because at one point they are trapped in a house and they can't really go anywhere so you get that kind of isolated setting that you get in the original a little bit so I felt like that was okay, but I feel like in this franchise, I, I don't know. It's a fucking leprechaun. I just don't feel like this is a franchise that at any point needs to be taken seriously. Like, even if you turn it into a run-of-the-mill monster, it's still a fucking leprechaun. Yeah, but I think, I guess kind of reflecting on that, I, I still don't think it's a good movie, but I think maybe that movie's not as bad as I originally gave it credit for being Mm -hmm. simply because like I was saying my expectations were in a completely different place from where that movie really was coming from Mm -hmm. so anyway I think if I'd gone into it with different expectations maybe I I, I still wouldn't have liked it but I don't think I would have disliked it as much as I did yeah I was gonna say if that makes sense even if it had nothing to do with the leprechaun series and I just watched it on its own and had none of the knowledge of the movies before I still would be like eh. yeah what I'm saying it it wouldn't be a great movie but I wouldn't have been like disappointed when it was over which is what i was right after that we get the newest one right Mm -hmm. which is supposed to be a direct sequel but it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the very first one Mm -hmm. um and i feel like we've already talked through this one we didn't really talk through it we gave a vague summary on it yeah well i mean i'll let you go through it if you really want to i'm just well it's just it's i don't know Again, I I think I said this last time, I know a lot of people who enjoyed it and thought it was funny and and captured the tone of the original because it's supposed to be a direct sequel to the original. I didn't get that same thing from it because even though Leprechaun isn't good, the acting in it is still fine. I mean, it's Jennifer Aniston for fuck's sake. She's a good actress. Even back then when she was first starting out, you could tell she was going to be something. Yeah. Yeah, but she was the only one. Well, none really, of the, the none of the one. actors were bad. Like they weren't bad, but they weren't awesome. Mm. And in this one, all of the acting is terrible. None of them were really good. All of the acting is terrible, ex- except for Ozzy, I would say, and that's just because he's an actor that's been working for decades. And he's a return returning character. Yeah, from legacy the first character. One. Yeah. But I don't know. I think for me, the di- the big difference. Well, not really the difference. It's sort of the same thing as with Origins. I had a certain expectation of Warwick Davis coming in and doing Warwick Davis shit, and then it wasn't him. Well, again i don't think that matters well it does to me yeah i I don't mind that i think the end result was it just wasn't as funny as it could have been with him in it if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like the leprechaun they got another i don't know what the politically correct word to say little person yes 
<laughs> Thank you. They got another little person to play it, and I think that was great instead of just going with a monster. And they tried like hell. They did the limericks. They did the one-liners. Just wasn't delivered the same way. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't land as well for me. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I don't know. I guess that thing, I almost found it to the point of egregious. And maybe that's me being a little too critical. But the, the trying to slap a modern lens on it, I guess, really got to me. And I don't know why. It, it probably shouldn't have. But it just felt like they were really beating us over the head with it. Like this whole being environmentally conscious. Con- the- <laughs> Say the word right, conscious. Yes, conscious is a word. <laughs> The whole thing with, oh, we're going to take this dilapidate, dilap, what the fuck? I can't talk all of a sudden. Dilapidated house. Our blooper reel proves that it's not all of a sudden. (laughs) This has been an ongoing problem. (laughs) We're going to take this dilapidated house, but we're going to make it green. It's going to, you know, it's going to have a very tiny footprint and all this stuff. We're going to put solar solar panels. panels on it and I don't know it just felt it felt too we're trying to be cool here like we're trying to be in the now we're trying to make it for a modern audience I didn't really take it that way and well I I did because at the end of the movie you find out that the the sorority sister that was driving that whole thing she was just doing it what because it looked good on an application Uh uh-huh like that was her whole she didn't give a shit about the environment yeah it just was gonna look good on a job application or something later so yeah and I just felt like some of the casting was a bit off too because you did have like this one girl um uh, I don't remember the character's name but um she was black, the black girl in the sorority and she was gorgeous like absolutely stunning but then you had these other girls that looked uh, I, I I don't know how to be polite be nice <laughs> they looked really they rough they weren't as pretty as the other girl how <laughs> they about looked, that yeah they looked really rough uh, the alcoholic character in particular where I was like I don't know I guess I always had she looked like the alcoholic girl from Freddy versus Jason <laughs> No, no, sorry. Nobody looks like Catherine Isabel. That's... I'm not saying that she resembled her. <laughs> That's offensive. But the same, like, just wore out, drug around, yeah, but in at a least, ditch somewhere. At least Catherine Isabel she rough. had her tiny, cute little outfits on and had her hair fixed. Oh, no, this girl didn't have any of that. This girl looked like she smelled like bong water. Like, <laughs> Well, she might have. <laughs> it, was, it was awful. But I always had this... I don't know, I guess, black Christmas idea in my head about what a um, sorority is supposed to look like. You think it's all just gorgeous women? I guess. Having fights? No. (laughs) No. But, okay, even think of our sororities here in Texas, where it's a bunch of uppity Southern Bells, and, you know, they're very elite on who they pick, or they're very choosy on who they pick. And I just don't see some of these girls looking like they would really belong to a group like that. I think that probably is going to depend on the sorority and where you go maybe i would imagine that probably not every sorority in texas is like that well maybe not i'm just saying that is that is an idea i've always had in my head in the in the movies that's exactly what you expect yeah yeah i I got you yeah so just trying not to alienate a segment of our audience here (laughs) so at least one of us is trying (laughs) anyway you know what you went off for like an hour in my bloody valentine 3d i did i'll do it again (laughs) So don't get after me. <laughs> but okay. anyway. At least I wasn't insulting an entire group of people. Go oh ahead. Oh my god. I was not <laughs> doing that. I was not doing that. You're f- I'm just. Go ahead. <laughs> anyway. um, But I think that you are right in that 
this character i mean it's supposed to be the same leprechaun right but it just i think you're right in that it still didn't capture that essence quite like it wanted to i think that warwick davis just brings a very specific personality to that character and if it's not warwick davis then that element's missing mm-hmm. i mean i'm not trying to be shitty about it i mean obviously the actor that played the part worked their ass fine. off and he, they weren't bad yeah he wasn't bad it just wasn't what i was expecting mm-hmm. right like yeah i feel like he kind of captured the tone but it, it i don't i'm sorry it, it just wasn't the same it's very great value that's <laughs> yeah that's horrible. I know. I'm, I'm sure the guy really tried. I just, it just didn't quite hit the mark for me. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know that I would call it great value. It's the same thing. It's just not what you expected. Mm-hmm. Like if I said, hey, I bought you ice cream and you're on your way home thinking that there's Ben and Jerry's in the freezer <laughs> and you get home and it's just store brand vanilla. Blue bunny. <laughs> yeah. You're going to be disappointed. Like, instead of just being happy, like, yeah, I got ice cream, you're going to be like, oh, shit, what is that? Well, to be fair, not all all ice cream is created equal. Not all actors are created equal. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily bad. It just wasn't what we expected to get. And I will say on the plus side, it did have more, like, some creative kills. Oh, for Um, sure. There was the gore really got amped up. And there were funny bits in it. Like, I'm not going to lie, there were. But I did have... A major, like, what the fuck moment in the kill, and that's the solar panel kill, because I've never really, I've never, okay, yeah, I've never been up close and personal with a solar panel, so I don't know how thick they are, but judging from these from this movie, they're thin and razor sharp. It's like a razor blade. <laughs> yeah. No, no, they're not like that at all. <laughs> I wouldn't think so. No, they're pretty, they're, they're, they're thick. So it falls <laughs> on this guy and cuts him in half. Where did we, what movie did we see? That? It was like, that was in 13 Ghosts, wasn't I, it? Yeah, I feel like 13 Ghosts. And there was a kill similar to that in Hellraiser Bloodline where the guy tried to reach to the mirror for Angelique. And, and the they, first Resident Evil had one kind of like that. Sort of, yeah. But, um, but again, we're dealing with razor sharp metal and lasers or glass or glass not solar panels (laughs) with an aluminum frame around it. i feel like that would have been more accurate like you remember that kill in final destination 2 where the kid was going to chase after the pigeons and that big pane of glass fell and crushed him yeah i feel like that would have been more accurate to do the kill that way yeah, except solar panels are not that heavy. Like, he well, could have just fallen not, on him but... and caved his head in, and that would have yeah. been okay. Yeah. But yeah, to cut him fully in two vertically, <laughs> that was a little much. Yeah. And it was the same thing. I didn't care for any of the characters in this movie. Um, the line delivery was really bad. There was one guy character, and I can't remember his name. It's not even important enough to remember because it was that bad. He had, like, some of the worst line delivery, and he, I don't know. There was a whole story of this girl, and... This guy, either he was her boyfriend and they broke up or, or something, or maybe they were just fuck buddies, but it, it was like, he treated her so badly, but she just couldn't stop going back to him, this whole thing. And he's talking, he's saying the, the most horrible shit to her throughout the movie. And it was just gross. And yeah, I'm, there were a few times in the movie where I, I remember looking at you like, are you fucking serious with this yeah. shit? Like somebody wrote this. <laughs> But overall, watch or don't watch? I would say watch just because it is it is kind of back to that fun leprechaun. And this is another one of those movies that just because 
you didn't care for it. It is good enough that somebody else might like it. And, it, and there were a lot of people that... It's not one I wouldn't watch again. That's the thing. Like, yeah. I would suggest it, and I, I'll probably watch it again at some point. Like I said, there was fun to be had with that one. So, I agree with your assessment, and I would say give this one a watch, too. Yeah. Listen, so. we, we said in the beginning, this franchise is a very mixed bag. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre in that way, that you're going to have some shit that's really good, you're going to have some stuff that's just okay, and you're going to have some what the fuck did I just watch? Yeah. Entries in there too. So just to sort of recap the series, right? Mm -hmm. We said one, two, and three are all a watch. Yes. But number three is probably the best. Yes. The funniest. Maybe yes. not the best, but it's the funniest. Wait, I, I don't know. I feel like in part two, we told people don't watch that one just because it was so bad. Remember? It was pretty bad. It was pretty fucking bad. I don't think we gave Which it a Which is sad watch, because though. I remember that being one of my favorites in, as a kid and me and my sister still quote lines from part two, but it's a horrible movie. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I, I don't, I'd have to go back. I don't know that we gave it a don't watch. I think it was like a watch at your own risk. <laughs> Possibly. But definitely number four, if you miss it, you're not missing anything. Mm -hmm. uh, number five, In the Hood. Mm -hmm. Probably watch it. You might like it. You might not. But I wouldn't say give it a hard pass mm -hmm. just because it does have some good stuff in it. On Back to the Hood, we both agreed that's a good watch. Mm -hmm. Right? Origins. Skip it, probably. Mm -hmm. Watch at your own risk Keep again. your expectations reasonable yep. if you go watch it. It doesn't have Warwick Davis in it. It's not the Leprechaun movie you're expecting. Mm -hmm. And then whatever this is. Returns. Returns. Leprechaun Returns. Leprechaun Returns. Mm -hmm. Direct sequel to the first one. Not as good as the first one. It's the only one in the series where you need to do homework before watching it. You, Anything yeah. from part two on can be lifted out and it doesn't matter. But really for this one, you only need to see part one. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Is In this one, you would have to watch the first movie before you watch it to understand really what's going on. So that's not bad. There's really only two of the movies out of what, eight? Mm -hmm. They were like, yeah, you could skip it. Pretty much. So that's not too bad. But yeah, that's not terrible. That pretty much wraps the Leprechaun <laughs> series. Yay! And originally we were just going to do part four. <laughs> <laughs> but I had never seen part four. Ashley had seen part four and warned me about it. And I didn't believe it until I saw it. Yeah. And then when I saw it, I was like, holy shit. So we decided we'll just knock out the rest of the series. That way we don't have to deal with the last four next year. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if you've been here with us or these four reviews, thank you so much. Because we can't imagine that, like my friend Allison, like, why the fuck are you doing this? I can't. Yeah, so the last... The last one in February is The Fly, right? Uh-huh. And then we followed The Fly <laughs> with The Leprechaun series. Yeah. I agree with her what-the-fuck assessment, so... <laughs> Yeah, but if you stuck it out, thank you so much. It was just a fun thing we wanted to do. We won't repeat it, though. We had a lot of fun with some episodes. And, we did. Uh, others, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, honestly, thank you so much for hanging out with us to, to go, through this, go through this with us. And hopefully we're going to make up for it in April. <laughs> so... Just to kind of talk about that a little bit, not what movies we're going to do. We were kicking around some different ideas. Like if we were going to do a theme in April, what is it? Like not really a lot of Easter horror movies. There is. They're just awful. It's like in the vein of Thanksgiving and Oh yeah, no, shit. no, no. I don't want to subject anyone. Yeah. I don't want to subject myself to having to watch <laughs> it and then go talk about it. April Fool's Day, there's what? There's only one movie? Uh-huh. So I think we may surprise some people with the movies that we're going to do in April. Yeah. So so we can, we can just go ahead and say that we plan for in April for... To hand out Easter eggs. Well, I was going to get to that. What I was going to say we was... fast enough. 
what I was going to say was, at the beginning of April, we do plan to cover April Fool's Day. We thought that would be funny. And this will be a first for Travis because he's never seen it before. I've, yeah, I've never seen it. I've seen one. it a few times. It's a controversial entry in the slasher genre. So, Is it really? And I'm not going to tell you why. I don't want to give that away if since you haven't seen it. But anybody who has seen it knows what I mean. Let's just say there's a there's a twist at the end. Okay? And we'll leave like it at that. Like a sleepaway camp kind of <laughs> twist? Um, not specifically a sleepaway <laughs> camp slash crying game twist, but, oh, but there yeah, is... Oh, yeah, you just threw yeah, that in there. Not that kind of twist. I'm not worried at all. <laughs> not that kind of twist, but a twist the same, which has okay. got people on the other side of the fence uh, that makes this not a slasher movie. Other people say, yes, it followed this formula, therefore it is still a slasher movie. So it's about where it falls that makes it controversial. So I should watch it and make up my own mind. Yes. Imagine that. I'm good with that. <laughs> so, what and then, yes, Travis has already stole my thunder and brought it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But we thought as a special thing for Easter that we would hand out our own, quote, Easter eggs to three of our special listeners. And not like saying they're better than anybody else, but we just happened to think of three people that we knew either wanted to cover a movie that hadn't been covered yet, one who is begging us to review a particular movie, and a third that is just a person close to my heart, and I wanted to do something nice for her, so... Oh, I thought it was, I thought you were going to say him and I was going to be like, yeah, what are you doing for me? <laughs> no. no. So are we going to talk about what movies we're doing? No, I don't. I want to leave that a surprise until surprise. we get there. Yes. Okay. Um, as well as who we're giving those eggs to. Okay. So yeah, look out for that. And you may be one of our lucky three. <laughs> I'm saying it like it's some big fucking prize. <laughs> and it's just meant to be fun and to show our appreciation, that sort of thing. But I, I can't wait because the movies that I picked out for these three people are going to be fun to cover. I think I know what two of them are. And I'm looking forward to both of them. <laughs> you may cringe at one of them. <laughs> I don't know what the fourth one is. No, just three. Three, because we've got April Fool's Day. April Fool's Day. And then, and then three more. Three people, yeah. So that's so, four. I know it's four. You said five. No, I didn't. You said the other four, but we're only doing three. No, the fourth one. Yeah. I'm curious about what the fourth movie is. Oh, oh never mind. I don't You'll know. have to tell me. I will. I'll tell you. Just not right now. Just not right now. Stay tuned. <laughs> anyway, apart from that... um. I'm not sure which will air first, if it's going to be this episode or if it's going to be our seventh episode of Pillow Talk, but we also have that to look forward to if it hasn't already aired by the time this one does. So let's be honest, that seems to be the thing that most people look forward to (laughs) is Pillow Talk. Yeah. Because we get way more listens on Pillow Talk than we get on movies. Yeah. And it's so strange because we're not really talking about anything except bullshit. (laughs) So like, I got to tell you, I was realizing today that I think episode six of Pillow Talk is my favorite episode we've ever done in both shows. Like there for a little while, our review of Halloween three, where I was stupid drunk was my favorite episode. But I was thinking about it today and I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure episode six of Pillow Talk's my favorite episode just because that like... We got a little bit more personal. We let people know a little bit about us that they wouldn't get otherwise. And I know that you keep, because you did it in this episode too, where you were like, feel like you're giving away too much, but I'm I'm not an intensely private person. I mean, I am very private. Um, however, I also want you guys to know that I'm a human being and I have embarrassing stories and I like to I like to make fun of myself a lot. Um I am not human. I'm a very convincing <laughs> Android. Well, like I don't get the thing that some content creators have with anonymity. 
I guess. Um, you have people like, like we've brought up a couple of times, we've brought up like people like Jacksepticeye and Markiplier who, that the phase that they are with their channels, it's expected that they uh, can't go out without being mobbed and recognized and all that. But they don't care. They don't try to keep any privacy about their personalities. You know, we know all kinds of personal intimate details about them. And for me, that makes somebody more endearing as opposed to people staying so damn private that you feel like you don't know anything about them and you can't relate to them in any way. You know what I mean? So I kind of hope that as you and I continue that series, that we just continue to grow and have fun and, you know? Nope. <laughs> He's still mad at me for telling all you guys that he fainted in a doctor's office. <laughs> I mean, London arguably got took the worst of that episode like she was happy about it and she loved she was the like episode. sharing it with her friends wanted yeah. them to listen to it yeah she came to me and she's like okay i've shared this episode with five of my friends and that they were all coming back and giving really positive feedback about how funny the episode was and i was like okay hey look if, if we, we can, can be even, funny to 13 year old girls yeah if we can even impress some gen zers we're doing good wait a minute now i'm <laughs> trying to think about i'm not so sure that 13 14 year old girls should be listening to that episode <laughs> well to to be fair, we were literally just talking about injuries. It it was kind yeah. of PG as opposed to some other episodes, but right. <laughs> but if if our thirteen year old daughter can listen to it and be like, "That was really funny," then you know, then we're good. Then we're we're doing something I right. Got this. <laughs> Because I have to beg Aiden, like, you should really listen to this episode. And he's like, cool, mom. Sure. I'll get right on that. Yeah. He doesn't really care unless he's involved in the recording process. I mean, let's face it. With with all of the community that that is podcasting, we are definitely in an age bracket. I mean, maybe, I don't know if that's an elephant in the room or not, but almost every podcast I've ever listened to, we're all 30-somethings. I'm not a 30-something. <laughs> well. I was a 30-something. <laughs> But you know what I mean? We're kind of like this late 70s, 80s, early 90s babies. We're all kind of in that demographic. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, what is that? <laughs> I'm trying to decide think if you're about, calling me old or think, not. Think about every podcast you listen to. Yeah, they're all younger than me. No, Well, the asshole that is Joe Rogan is not younger than you. No, he's but not younger than me. There are older ones, but I'm just saying there is a point where it, you know, it gets cut off. Yeah, yeah. So there are people out there that go, mm, podcast, mm, and fuck those people. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, so I actually, I listen to podcasts now instead of listening to the radio because mm -hmm. I can listen to a podcast and you know how many ads I get? At best, I get three. One at the front, one in the middle, one at the end, mm -hmm. right? And I'm good. You can't even listen to the radio or Pandora or Spotify or anything without paying for it where you don't have ads rolling like every 30 seconds. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Podcast far superior. Yeah. I I don't listen to music very often anymore. I mean, it sucks because I'm, I'm such a huge, huge music lover. But yeah, more often than not, when I get in the car now, that's exactly what I do. I either put on a podcast or I put on a book from Audible. Yeah. You shouldn't mention them. We're not getting sponsored by them yet. <laughs> I'm but I think that's it for us today. <laughs> we should wrap it up. We're getting way out there. But but if they wanted to sponsor us, that'd be okay. That would be okay. Give us your money. All of it. All of it. But anyway, so like I said, uh, we'll see you for another episode of Pillow Talk if it hasn't come already. And we'll, yeah, we'll talk. <laughs> Sorry. And we will see you next week. 
Take care, guys. Bye. Next time you're going to do your Ron Burgundy <laughs> warm-up exercises before we record. How now, brown cow? <laughs> hey, guys. Quick reminder to find us on social media. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as SpookyMom83 and Travis on Twitter as TravisL80. And find our official page on Instagram and Twitter at Dead and Married. If you have any questions or suggestions for films or otherwise, feel free to email us at deadandmarried at yahoo.com. Later.